chapter 19, verse 11 and 13. There's a parable here that speaks of the kingdom of God. And it reads as such in our hearing. Now, as they heard these things, Jesus spoke another parable, a story, an example. Because he was near Jerusalem, and because they thought that the kingdom of God would appear, they would see it. It would be physical and not spiritual. They were expecting an earthly, physical kingdom. Therefore, he said, a certain nobleman went into a far country to receive of himself a kingdom, and he returned home. So he called the ten of his servants and delivered them ten minus and, and said unto them, Do business till I come. Turn to your neighbor and say, Are you doing kingdom business? Are you doing your father's business? <laughs> Father, even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Lord, thank you. Shekinah glory, let it fall fresh on us. Even now, Lord. Amen. Jesus is trying to illustrate to them that the kingdom is not when you see it, but it begins now inside of you. And if you are mine, you are kingdom citizens. <laughs> Did you catch that? We are kingdom citizens. I don't know if the story is true with the story that I've heard. If it's, even if it's not true, the principles and the psychology is true. There was this ship that came and and off these ship was slaves. It was back in the slavery day. And, 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 and they were auctioning off these new slaves that have just been captured out of Africa. And this one slave was dispensed to or bought by his new master. And, and the psychology of slavery was, we will break you. Because <laughs> if we break you, we now own you and you would do what we tell you to do. They, as they was breaking this, 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 this slave, it was one slave that gave them fits. He, he wouldn't look down, but he would look them in their eyes. And, and though they beat him, he, he would not, he would still stand straight up and not slump over. He asked one of them, he said, what's wrong with him? I don't, I don't get him. No matter what we do, he keeps standing back up. The slave that been the slave since he said, he said, when y'all captured me, y'all captured me when I was small, but I know the tribe that he is from, and I know his family. He said, you can't break him. The reason why you can't break him, he know who he is. 
Y'all made a mistake. That's the king's son. And no matter what you do to him on the outside, he knows who he is on the inside. He's unbreakable. You're going to have to kill him before you get rid of that attitude. I, I came today. Do you know who you are? Do you have an attitude or have Satan broken you? I think part of our problem is we don't have a royal, a kingdom attitude. Look, can, 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 can I go deep? Most of us have a slave to sin attitude. Culture, culture. You know, you know, with even, even, even within the culture of the United States, there are cultures. If we was to all of a sudden take a bus and we all go down to the to 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 the to the uh, uh, where 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 did I say? No, 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 no. Uh, over the Rhine, not the business part, the hood part. Oh, I got y'all attention. I said, everybody out the bus. Some of y'all wouldn't get out the bus. And though we are of the same color, within that neighborhood is a different culture. And unless you are from there, you don't know the culture and you will feel uncomfortable being in that. Did you know when God saved you, he transferred you into a different kingdom and the culture of your attitude ought to change? One of the problems is, even though we've been translated, we haven't been transformed. Can, can, can I... Can I, can, I, can I tell the difference? God took your spirit, put it in heaven, but our attitude and our outlook is still on earth. Some of us feel more comfortable still acting out of the old man than trying to walk in the new man. We have an identity crisis that we don't really know the power that has been released in us, to us, for... Okay. I said, oh, we're going to make this quick, right? In this parable, Jesus is the nobleman that came from a far country and has set up his kingdom in a different country. Now watch this. If he went back, that means he has already conquered. He is the fairest of 10,000. He is the warrior, which means that he has already defeated the empire that is here. When he, when he leaves, he goes back because there's no more fighting for him to do. If he calls his servants and tells them to do business, he has now empowered them 
to act in his behalf and the victory has already been won. Are y'all with me? Listen, 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 listen. Most of the time, it's not what Satan is doing to us because he has power over us. It's what we have allowed him to do because we don't know who we are. He has went back, but his kingdom and his power and his citizenship is in us. Somehow, we got caught up in church. And we do church for two hours on Sunday and act out the rest of the week. Really, what should be happening here is that I'm helping us to identify that we are still of the kingdom of God and we are sent back out into the world that has a different culture. We come here for a full up so we can represent on the outside, staying who we are. Listen, 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 listen. We are in between the journey and the destination. But because we don't understand that we are in transition, we are in formation, that the object is the daily journey and not the destination, some of us act like we have already arrived. Can, can I share with you? I'm going to whisper it in your ears. Nobody has arrived. We all are on the journey. So if there's someone who act like they have arrived, they really haven't. Don't be fooled by nobody. They all are on the journey too. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. James, stand up. If him and I both are on the same journey, how can I talk about him while he's on this journey when I haven't completed my journey? Oh, yeah. Yes. 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 Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Watch this, watch this. He has a bent towards sin. I have a bent towards sin. His bent towards sin is no worse than my bent towards sin. The problem is, we both got a bent towards sin. Now watch this. Jesus has really straightened out the bent in our spirit, but there's residue in my thinking. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, what's residue? Residue is that you didn't clean your pot good enough. So when you go to cook something, the residue of what you cooked before you cooked what you're cooking now got caught up in what you're cooking now. So when you go to eat what you cooking, you taste what you cooked last. Oh, excuse me. 
Can I, can I give another one? You forgot to clean out the old coffee grains. You were so tired to even look to see whether you put the new ones in or the old ones, and you go make your coffee, and it tastes like old. Residue. Now, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. As long as I'm true with where I'm at in my residue, Jesus not judging me on my residue because it's just residue. But what he wants me to do is learn how to overcome my residue by learning how to walk with him. Hold on. In church sometimes, we're here, but we act like we're... Now watch that. Now he looks back at me and judges me because I'm not acting like him. Hold on. Judging me for where he's not. He's not really there. He's acting. He's acting like he's there. And some of y'all are offended because He's acting like he's there, and you don't think you can get there. Let me tell you a secret. He's not really there either. That's called playing church. That's not being in church. That's playing church. We have made acting the main stage on Sunday morning. Because if the truth be told, we all are still on our own personal journey. And we all need each other to help one another to get where we belong. And when when we become more real, Come, 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 come back, come back, come back. You're not a Pharisee no more. Come on. Okay, <laughs> stay right there. In the church, what should be happening is that we are hooking up with one another that we can identify with. I, I, I was talking to somebody. I'm going to call you again, so stay ready. I was counseling somebody, and they made a statement to me. They said, because they were making excuses to live, to waddle in the sin. There's a difference between falling and waddling. A pig goes back. Not only to slop, but to the mud, to the, because that is in the nature of the pig. You can clean the pig up, give him a bath, put pretty clothes on him, put a pearl around her pretty neck, 
her pig neck, and she would go back. You know why? That's in her. Wait a minute. If you are a child of God, the old you is not your nature no more. So I said, I may fall, but because it's not in my nature, I shouldn't. Hold on. And then say, I like it here. There should be something in my spirit that lets me know. Now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. Because I am a kingdom citizen. I don't feel comfortable there no more. But let me help you. Stand up again. All those is his running buddies. He accepted Christ, but they didn't. One of the hardest transition is to leave family, to leave friends. But sometimes you got to change your environment to become who you are now. If they don't change because God is God. Now, watch this. There's a pulling. Take one step back. One slow, slow. There's a pulling on all of you. If you save, the, the Holy Spirit is pulling you from what your bent used to be. Now, watch this. Don't let nobody tell you you ought to be there when you're there. Don't you even walk in condemnation because, watch this, the journey is a journey and it's not overnight. God is working it out. The thing is, you got to keep your eyes on Jesus. Listen, 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 listen. The more truth you get in you, the more power you have to walk in truth. Until the truth of the word is, God got to change our picture of us. Thank you, thank you. Let me, let me see if I can, can I, can I go a little bit deeper? See if I can. Our experiences can put us in bondage. Because it sets up paradigms that are hard to change. I recently realize honey ain't that bad. Honey, be honey. Now, I, there's a story, I can tell there's a story behind this, right? It used to be that when I used to think about honey, I would get sick at the stomach. I see these frowns all over the place. Well, there's more to the story. The reason why there's more to the story that simple honey used to make me wonder. Because when I was a kid, I thought if butter and jelly was good on toast. Hold on. Let me finish my story. This is my story. This is not your story. This happened to me. You don't know my story. Now, can I finish my story? 
I got toast, and I figured if a little bit of butter is good, a whole lot of butter is good. I'm extreme. <laughs> I figure if a little bit of honey is good, a whole lot of you're beginning to see what's happening. So now I take this piece of toast that is dripping in butter, dripping in honey, and I, huh? I got what? I got worse than sick. <laughs> now in my thinking, it wasn't me, it was the honey. Okay, to me, all honey is bad. For 40 years, hold on. <laughs> 45 years, almost 50 years, honey was bad. Until I was cooking, and this recipe calls for honey on the chicken. But it wasn't going to be my chicken. I was cooking it for somebody else. <laughs> so I put it on honey and cooked the chicken. And I said, well, let me just taste. And it tasted good. And I didn't get sick. You know what I realized? It wasn't the honey, it was me. What is it that Satan has set up paradigms in your thinking? And it's not that what you're thinking is true, but your, your experience was a bad experience, and it's keeping you from walking in your freedom because you're stuck right there. Watch this, watch this, watch this. Look, 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 look. Think with me, think with me, think with me, think with me. Society says that, that I'm an addict, so I got an addictive nature. But wait a minute. If I walk in the spirit, my spirit is not addicted to nothing. Wait a minute, I take that back. My, my spirit is addicted to Jesus. And that's the best addiction you can have. My, my brother and sister, what I'm saying is, you are kingdom citizens. Sometimes I got to tell myself, I'm a child of the king. I got to tell, you know, I got to fight within me because I don't always feel that way. Sometimes my thinking is not always said. Sometimes I say, but, but whether in my spirit, I'm a child of the king. And, and, and when I'm down, I tell myself, I know who I am. I'm a child of the king. When things don't go right, I'm a The reason why I got to tell myself, because I need to hear the truth myself. I can't sit quietly when life is beating me up. Some of y'all don't open up your mouth enough. Some of y'all are not transforming your thinking. Listen, if I say it, 
It gets down to me believing it. Once I believe it, the power to walk in it is released. Once I walk in it, Satan can't take it from me. Do you realize that the Lord, when he saved you, he walked into where Satan had you bound? He unlocked the gates, took you out, and Satan couldn't do nothing about it? Watch this, watch this, watch this, watch this. If you are a child of God, you've been translated into his kingdom, into his power, whether we know it or not. The, my, watch this, my thinking and my belief system has to catch up to what's already been done inside of me. Kingdom thinking says this. The power is already ours. He has empowered us to be victorious. He has empowered us to walk in victory. Listen, life situations are going to change. But that don't mean that it should define who you are. Do you know who you are? Let me, let me go here and then, then we're going to break it down. Philippians 20, chapter 3, verse 20. But our citizenship is in heaven. We eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ. This is what he's saying. Right now, you are sitting in heavenly places. Your power source is from heaven. Your citizenship is from heaven. Now watch this. If I walk in the kingdom that I'm part of, if I walk in its rules, I also have its power. If I have its power, I'm also going to get its blessing. If I walk in its blessing, I now got its authority. So watch this. I'm not waiting on Jesus to do nothing. He waiting on me to rise up and be who he has called me to be. <laughs> do you know who you are? It's based on whose you are. And since you are his, everything that is his is now yours. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. But Lord, but, but it don't feel that way. Who told you to go by what you feel? Faith means that I have to make up my mind that what the word says and what the spirit is prompting me, that, that it's true. I don't see it yet. The manifestation of it isn't there yet, but I'm trusting God that, that, that he's going to do exactly what he said he's going to do. That my king, that my savior can't lie. Listen, and if he left me here to do work, I got work to do. And he has given me the power to do it. We are lights in the midst of a crooked and dark world. And we ought to let our light shine. We got power to stand up against the devil and say, I am who I am because the Lord says I am. We are kingdom citizens. 
Now, hold on. That goes beyond Sunday morning. Is there anybody here feel like Satan is picking on you? Go ahead, raise your hand. Because the truth of the matter is, he's picking on all of us. You know what? He's betting you don't know who you are. He's betting you don't know how to stand up and be who Christ says you are. So, so, so I said, if I drive slow, if I, it's, it's, the, the speed limit is 50, but I'm driving 35 in front of you, if that's going to make you blow your, not your horn. <laughs> and then he's going to make sure slow drivers is always in front of you. You got a boss on the job who don't like you because he got a color problem. God and, and Satan, God is betting on you that you're going to maintain your Christianity. And Satan's going to make sure he don't like you with an extra don't like. See, and we think it's natural and it's spiritual. And we try to fight it in the natural and you will lose in the natural. Listen, 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 listen. listen. God wants to know if, if Satan tests me in the toughest situations, can I maintain my trust in him that he will fight my battles for me? God wants to know, do I trust him that I maintain my integrity? That I remain in peace and don't allow anything or anybody to steal my joy? Listen, and if, and, if, and, if, and if you fall yesterday, make up your mind, you're not falling tomorrow. Have you identified the activity of Satan to try to get you out of who you are? That is it. Okay, let me go. I'm about ready to shut this down. It, it may be a person in your household who is not walking where you walk that Satan is using to get you out of your peace. Hold on. If me and our best friends, and he got peace, and I don't have peace, you know what? I don't like the fact he got peace. You know why? He got what I don't have. And I don't understand how come he got peace, because I know what he's going through. He's going through more than what I'm going through, and I'm about ready to lose my mind. And he's standing there with that smile on his face. Now, am I, am I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm thinking, hey, man, what's up? And he's smiling. So now, you know what I'm going to try to do? I'm trying to get him where I'm at because I don't know why he's where he's at. And I can't get to where he's at, so I want to bring him down to where I'm at. So even though 
he's my friend, I would feel more better if he was down like me. Now, guess who's pulling my strings? And, and y'all don't even know y'all fighting this battle. Now, watch this. If he allows me to steal his joy and his peace, he allowed me to do it. Hold on, don't go nowhere. And the reason I say that is the source of his power is in, he's tapped into it. And no matter what anybody else does, the power don't cease. Matter of fact, the harder the test, it increases. You need to tap into your power source and allow the Lord Jesus Christ to fight your battle. I'm telling you, God will move folks out of the way just for you. God will get folks fired just for you. God knows how to take care of his children, but as his children, we got to trust him. Matter of fact, I believe that God will kill somebody for his children. So some of y'all are getting at me crazy. Wait a minute. If someone messed with your child, if some, let me talk to you. If somebody messed with your child, if they was hurting your child, wouldn't they have to fight Mother Bear? Hold on. I'm my father's child. You're your father's child. If someone keep on messing with you, don't you think God would say, move out the way, I got this. If we love our children like that, don't you think God loves you more than that? If he died on Calvary, don't you think he'll fight your battles? Don't you think he'll step in right on time? There's authority. There's power. There's citizenship. There's blood. When you know who you are, you don't mind waiting till your change comes. When you know who you are, you can stand flat-footed, say, my change it's going to come. I will say that. Then I'm done. Don't uproot your own blessing. You can't plant good seeds, then come back and plant. Because the bad seeds will choke out my good seeds. So I said, gotta plant good seeds and watch out for planting bad seeds. Now the problem is, I gotta wait on the good seeds. Now I don't wait doing nothing, but I wait thanking him ahead of time. I wait praising him. Ahead of time. Hold on, hold on. 
every good farmer or person got a garden. No, you got to take your water hose and water what you can't see. But you know you planted some good seeds. So you know what you need to do? Every day, get your praise holes out. Get your thank holes out. And water your seeds. And thank him. And wait. If it don't come up yet, wait some more. Because by faith, I know my God is faithful. I know my God is good. I know my God loves us. I know God bring about a change. I know, I know, I know. Faith means I got something on the inside that keeps me holding on. You may think we crazy. Folks who don't know faith think you crazy for praising God for what haven't happened yet. Is there anybody here been through enough already? That you know he's faithful? That you got evidence that God would do it just like he said he's going to do it? And you're not ashamed about it? That you tell everybody, my God, my God, our God, he's real. He's real. He's not just good sometimes, but he's good. Oh. Ah, kingdom citizens believe this. I've been empowered. I'm anointed. And my God is actively working in my life because in my behalf, and what's this? It's personal. You can't bleed for me. I can't bleed for you. Now, we can hook up and agree. And then we, 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 we boost one another. But if you don't have no faith, I can't help you with your faith. Now, now we can encourage one another because I'm holding on to something. So together... We can praise God together. We can pray together. We can encourage one another. We can wait and talk about how God has given us confirmation on the journey that my expectation is on the way. I sense something. It's on the way. I feel it in my spirit. Will you praise God with me? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is what Sunday morning ought to be about. I shout with you. God kept you, girl. God didn't allow the tree to fall where you was at. I think God pushed the tree. 
know it hit your house. It hit the other side of the house. Ain't God good? Ain't God excellent? God is a keeper. He's a Hallelujah. 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 